welcome to season three of True Lessons with your host, Lillian. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. To my returning listeners, thank you for your continuous support. We were once called Wine Down with Lil, but our show is now called True Lessons. Listen in on season three and discover why the name changed at all. Also, don't forget to show your girl some love and subscribe to the podcast on the platform of your preference so you don't miss out on future episodes. Well, let's get started on today's lesson and let's glow up together. True Lessons podcast starts now. So I am so excited to have met you, to have crossed paths with you. Your energy is so contagious, Sage. It's amazing. I love it. And just, I'm I'm so honored to have you. I know that when I reached out to you, we were called Wine Down with Lil. Mm -hmm. We are now True Lessons. (laughs) I love the change. That's a nice transition. Why is that? So, um, wine down with Lil, um, I absolutely love wine actually, but I felt like it was more of like a mellow girls night. My idea in my mind was like, you know, girls night. But as I continue to record more episodes and just thinking about the vision, not just with the podcast, but my brand, I felt like everything that I do is because I learned something and being an educator, I felt like it just flowed right with true lessons. It's just like all the lessons that we speak of are so true to us, to each individual. And it rings true to so many people. I just felt this is it. This is, this is what I got to do. And this right. is how I know with true lessons. <laughs> I'm for it. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> I feel like when we change even names from names to just businesses, it's, it's a, an elevation to who we are and there's also an awakening of how we see the world now so your perspective like you said it's just meshing well with the name and everything so exactly that's exactly how I feel and it's so funny you were in Atlanta a few weeks ago or a month ago now probably yeah Yeah, yeah, and I was there the same weekend which is so funny Oh, oh, yes, you did say that. Yeah, that's so <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. We probably crossed paths at some point. Right, right. You know, felt that energy. Um, so no matter where we were going to be, we were, we were going to have to meet. We, we were met, yeah. <laughs> Back in Jersey, yes. <laughs> oh, man. So tell us. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about what has led you to this world where we connected. Absolutely. So for everyone who doesn't know here, my name is Sage the Goddess. I am a licensed massage therapist, a tantric priestess. I just graduated as a sex doula and I started on my spiritual journey, right? (laughs) (laughs) I started on my spiritual path or I was awakened when my mom transitioned when I was eight. You know, she uh, transitioned in a fire and the night the night that I knew she was going to be leaving, she came in my dream and she said, you know, this, that, and the third. The next morning, her favorite song came on TV. And at the time, I'm eight. So, but now that I know, it's called uh, synchronicity, you know? Mm. So, once she transitioned and I told my grandmother, I felt like my whole world went disarray, you know? I stayed with my father for, you know, a few moments of my years and he was very, um, hands-on abusive mm, you know mm. and and um with that I didn't have the tools to understand my spiritual gifts got it right so as I moved in with my grandmother uh, my mom's mom I you know went to high school had my life smoking drinking you know sex the rock mm-hmm. and roll that all that and I kept suppressing who I was it wasn't until I graduated high school and I went straight into massage school and I worked on about a few clients and there was this one client that was on my table and she started crying and I was like what in the heck like she was going through something in her own life but for her to feel that comfortable I looked at my hands I'm like you know the the he-man I have the power like like, oh this is it you know and um and that was like the beginning of really understanding what my own spiritual gifts were and it wasn't until after I had my son and I was going through postpartum depression that I really started to put myself in the forefront see I was taking care of other folks but as I was taking care of them I wasn't taking care of myself 
So um, after I I realized like the suicidal thoughts ain't it, I was mm. unhappy, you know, wow. was off whack. I wasn't fully present with my son. I'm like, all right, let me shift the the uh, the pots, you know, mm-hmm. let me take myself out the back burner. Let me put right. myself in the front and really start diving in with my spiritual gifts and my healing so I can be a better service to myself, my son and everyone else around me. Wow. So, and here I am. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. And it's amazing how you can just like in a nutshell, give us so much and open up so much. It just shows what a path it's been, what a journey it's been to healing because it, it almost feels like when you don't get that emotional reaction, you're able to tell it and still, I feel the emotional reaction, but you're not, you know, like breaking down in tears. You, right, you've been there. Right. You've done that. You've, you've right. done the work. You've done right, the work. Right. Right. Absolutely. I agree. I believe it's because I kept talking about it and stopped running away. Like, I feel like, and you can attest to this, our community, we are not told to express ourselves. We were told to just keep it moving. Like when our favorite auntie or uncle transitions, we're just supposed to cry at the funeral and then that's that. We weren't allowed to talk about how they were such an impact. We weren't supposed to keep that at the repast. And this is an ongoing thing. Like, I need to grieve. So I finally gave myself that chance to grieve. And mm-hmm. I even do it now when people walk out of my life or a job doesn't serve me or this doesn't happen. I give myself that time to grieve. We need that. We need well, that. that. I love there's two things that I have just, like, made the connection with as you speak. As you healed and um, you came into yourself, you were able to better serve, um, but first serve yourself. But also, not only were you suppressing, but when you were not in control, others were suppressing it for you. Yes. yes. So that's like a, a reversal of control. Like, no, you won't do it. I will do it. And then right. comes in your journey, the timing when it's aligned to just let go and let be. Right. And um, it's, it's just amazing because not only that, but we also do go through other grieving stages. You have to grieve your old self. And that a lot yeah. of people don't talk about. There's yes. parts of you back there that sometimes you miss. Sometimes, yeah, you know, you wonder, uh, was it all that bad? You know, right. I wasn't all that bad. There were great parts right. of me. And right. you have to say goodbye to so many of those parts that include some of the good things too. And mm-hmm. we don't talk about that. We talk about being no, this whole new person and not really saying goodbye to parts of you that made you who you are today. Right. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Like I even, you know, as I was peacefully detaching from folks, I was like, you know what? I peacefully detached who I was when I was around them. Because when I was around them, I was doing the people pleasing, the, in my head, the, let me show up away validation. Like, so I peacefully detached of who I was in that image, but then still reminded myself there were parts, like you said, that I admire. Let me take that with me. Like the boundaries, me saying no and really meaning the no, you know, not feeling guilty about certain shit. Like, so yeah, I completely detached, but I'm going to take the parts that that keep me protected in my self-care. It's not a wall. It's a, it's an armor, you know? That, I, I love that. I've never heard that before. I always yeah. hear, you know, you have these walls, or I used to hear that, um, and I, I still kind of refer that with people, and, so, and lately I feel like it's just a blanket. I feel like they're layers of blankets because we're so comfortable. We're yeah. so cozy, and our blankets of protection, at least we think they are, and we could be burning up. It could be 100 degrees outside, but we're still, you know, <laughs> we're cozy, and, and we don't realize just how damaging that could be, no matter the, the circumstances, physically. And another thing is, I think uh, coming into my own spiritual journey and my own enlightenment and continuing to work on that, I feel that when the more I denied it, my own path, the more I followed maybe what other things were, or it it was harder for me to just be me. Right, right. It it was just hard. I was like, wow, what am I fighting? What am I fighting? I I knew I was fighting something. I was definitely fighting myself. Yes. But to come into the to the journey and I was born and raised in the church like I grew up in church all my life and I still I felt guilty everything I did was never enough I felt like everything was sinful and 
I felt like as a woman, I was being shut down at every corner. Like, oh, no, you're not enough. You're not enough. You're not enough. You're not enough. You're never going to be enough. And I just kept feeling like, well, then what's the point? And I right. also came to where you were as well. I was like, what's the point of life? Right. What's the point? If, if right. nothing is enough, what is the point? And coming into that, I didn't even realize I was in a spiritual path. I didn't realize that. It just mm -hmm. fell at, into place. And I was like, started to connect with us. I was like, sometimes I, I would say things aloud. And people I would speak to would be like, girl, don't, don't say that out loud again. Like, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we're not allowed to just be who we want to be. Yeah. And those, those blankets, like you said, like, I, I we can also call it a steep tech. <laughs> The, the, the blankets that we carry are the, the, the words that our family members will be caught or what we were taught, and we carry those. So when right. we start removing those blankets of what our parents used to say, our friends used to say, and now we're actually standing in, we're actually in our own being, it, it is a little nerve-breaking. It's a little nervous because we know that we're going to, as we peel back those blankets, we're losing friends. We're losing we're detaching from family members and the way that they view the world. And that's okay because at the end of the day, it's your perspective and it's my perspective. And what I do for myself is what's going to bring me that inner peace. We don't have to have the same things, but what, what I'm not going to do is say around why you either belittle me or tell me my life path is not the best because we don't do that. That's when I just say, okay, delete my number because we, we don't have that. We can still be cordial, but not, have the same things in common, you know? A whole word, a whole word. And and it's funny, as, as you did this, I felt when we do uncover those layers, we end up naked, like we're in our birth form again. Like we're in our birthday yes. suit, like they say. Yes. And we're, we have to learn how to walk and talk, but in a new mindset with a new spirit, a new soul, a new heart. And it's like a baptism of some sort that it's not just the water that comes at you and a prayer, it's consistency. It's the constant prayers, the constant meditation, it's the constant anointing uh, with, with your essential oils, with water, with everything you feel is a blessing that's coming your way. It's a constant baptism. It's not just a one-stop shop. No, it's not. Absolutely not. Agree. Yeah. In order to really be who you are, you got to be consistent consistent oh, in what yeah. your your truth is and being grounded in your truth yeah absolutely yeah. oh yeah absolutely. i mean i consider myself a very spiritual person and I'm, I'm just learning so much about it how everybody has some sort of definition of spirituality what is your definition of spirituality my definition is we're all i believe we're all spiritual beings having a human experience a lot of people feel like they're human beings having a spiritual experience and again to each his own but for me, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. So what that means and what that entails is my mental, my emotional, my physical, and my spiritual and financial all have to be in a balanced order. Yeah, there's going to be parts that are all kilter, but if you have the tools to get you where you need to be, you won't be I. Right. So what that means is whatever happens in the metaphysical world, so let's say you're stressing mental, emotional, it manifests into the physical, dis-ease, tumors, cysts, stress, fibroids, erectile dysfunction. I, as you can see, I can keep on going. So whatever you're not handling in the metaphysical properties of your life is going to show up in the physical. Our skin is the largest organ of the body, and that's our first line of defense. So if you don't handle what's in here internally, it's going to eventually show up in your skin. And by then, it may be a little too late. Or you're gonna have to take a bunch of medicine, and then you're like, "Oh, I, it just happened." I hear it so many times with my clients, like, "Oh, I just had this knot." No, you didn't. It was there. It was forming silently, but it was yes. letting off little cues, like, "Hey, there's a little trigger point here." So we have spiritual trigger points, and if we keep holding on to it, it, it eventually keeps growing into a huge mass. And then you're like, "Oh, I got this really excruciating pain. I don't know where it came from. It was there, sis. It was there, yes. beloved." You didn't listen. So spirituality to me is listening to the body, listening to your heart, listening to all aspects of yourself, understanding that, yes, our tongue is our sword. So be mindful, be wise, and use discernment about how you speak your truth, but still speak your truth. Don't hold on to the shit because everyone else gets to sleep at night while you're still upset about what own boy did three weeks ago, you know? So Listen, I feel like I'm in church. You're giving me life. 
you're giving me life because you just have um, a way of, of delivering something so clearly. And that just speaks volumes of you living in your truth and speaking your truth because I ask you that and it wouldn't be as simple for me to answer that. Um, also, because I, I still feel like I'm in such early stages of this spiritual awakening. Um, and, and, and it's amazing because like you said, there's a part that I recently learned is very spiritual and that's the finance part. Growing up, finances were only talked about in terms of giving, but not receiving, as if we couldn't receive it abundantly. It was like, you better give that 10% or you better give, 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 so you could be blessed in other ways, which absolutely you should, but there was never a talk about you receiving financial abundance. And how to be ready for that. Absolutely. That part. Absolutely. Yes. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I mean, you say you grew up in a church. You Catholic or Pentecostal? Catholic. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was a African Methodist Episcopal what wow. is the wow. that one still is there, you know? But then we wow. go to different churches, but that's the one, the main one I remember. But yeah, absolutely. So you understand that, you know, ties and offering. You're supposed to oh, give. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like you said, we never it, it even what you give to receive, that that mentality, yeah, that's good and all, but what about the receiving to give? Right. How do I approach right. that situation? How am I receiving to or in order to give? If I'm keep giving, giving, giving from my my chalice, my self love cup, but then what else do I have? And then who are we giving this energy to? We be giving out to folks, and they will not rip a shirt off their back or give you anything back. And yeah, you're not expecting it, but you should be mindful about who you're giving your energy to. That's the part, and I think there's just this. Um, there's a huge gap because spirituality and religion um, can go hand in hand. You can learn so much from religion the same way you can learn from spirituality. I don't think one is better than the other, but I feel that religious people see spirituality as taboo. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I have my own opinions about it. I have an opinion about everything, right. but right. <laughs> I mean, has your work been seen as taboo? You did grow up in the church. Have you had that taboo kind of response, a reaction from family members or other church members that you grew up around with? Right. So it's so it's interesting that you said that because a day ago, uh, one of my relatives, uh, she she practices a lifestyle, um, a religious lifestyle, and she told me, "Listen, because of your lifestyle, if you can continue, if you continue doing what you're doing." I can't have a relationship with you. And that that's blood, you know? And I was my, my blood relative, not like some okie doke friend. Mm -hmm. This blood. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks for telling me, click. <laughs> as much as I yeah. love, 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 love her, yeah. I sent her off with peace. I'm not about to change who I am to benefit your comfortability, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I really had to work through that, especially when I became a, a tantric uh, priestess, working with sexual energy, working with our life force energy, becoming a sex tool. The word sex, people are like, la, 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 I don't want to hear it. But then, but then everyone ends up pregnant because no one wants to hear it. No one wants yes. to talk about it. Yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. You know? I, 100%, 100%. That's another way that they hushed us, right, in the church as women. You're right. not allowed to even talk about it. You're not allowed to have it. Um, a woman has to wear white when she gets married. What is old boy wearing? Why can't he wear a white? Why are we only having this conversation and putting all this pressure on a woman, but then she's expected to perform, to keep her man satisfied, and to just know, just off the bat. First of all, it takes two. It, and, it does. And right. it's, it's my body. Why can't I understand sex as it pertains to me without another person? Right. Why can't right. I know what satisfies me, just right. me, what, what I'm not comfortable with? And then we end up just like really jacked up. We end up really jacked up in relationships. And then we end up doing things too soon because we have no information or misinformation. And then like I, I was a teen mom. I had no idea what the heck I was doing. Right. I was 16 right. when I got pregnant. Right. And yes, I understood the consequences. Yes, I did. I, I was, it was like, you know, I knew what I was doing and I wanted to get pregnant. I wanted to get married and I wanted the family so bad. I was looking right. for what I didn't have, right? Right. Stability. right? But I was suppressing it by acting as an adult, but I didn't have the adult mentality. I didn't have, you know, I, I knew how to pretend right. <laughs> that I was right. an adult, right. but I wasn't. 
So that also calls me to, to this path of like, who am I then as an adult? What don't I like? What are my boundaries? I have no idea what boundaries are. I was a people pleaser. Everything was yes, yes, yes. And I wanted to prove to the world that I could do everything, but I didn't believe in myself. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And, and it's, I know for me, a part of my journey, there was a moment where I was upset with my loved ones, the ones that raised me. Like, why did you teach me this? Why, why am I a people pleaser? Why did I have to see through you that I'm supposed to just give, give, give until the wheels fall off, until I, I end up terrible? Like, I was upset. But I'm like, you know what? They saw what they saw from their parents or the people that took care of them. And they saw it from the how they took. And it's always the bang, the bang, the bang. Mm-hmm. So when am I, who, who's going to be the one that's going to be in the, the ancestors that's going to break this generational curse? I am. Here I am. Here I am. Yes. And, you know, and, that, that's amazing. Oh, my God. Right. Absolutely. So even when you mentioned like, you know, you getting pregnant at 16, I was pregnant, I believe at 16 at high school and I had an abortion and I didn't tell my family because one family member said if they found out I was pregnant, they was going to kick me down a flight of steps. The other one said that you can't get pregnant in my house, you know, like, so it's not any positive reinforcement about my body or how, what sex is about. It's all negative. It's fear. Right. So now I'm fearful of opening up my legs or I'm fearful of touching myself or I'm fearful what my breasts are. And then when I am pregnant, I'm too scared to, to, to run to my team, the, the one that's supposed to care and nurture, right. you know, right. because the fear of that, I might be kicked out. So I took a different route, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's yeah. the same thing. Spirituality was taboo. Sex is taboo. Right. Right. It's but, <sighs> So, yes, absolutely. I mean, we can go on forever about that one. (laughs) Well, um, your name is Sage. Yeah. Right. And I like, I like to sage my home because it's, it's more than first. I love the smell. I do. I just love the smell and I love what it does. And, and for me, it it comes deeper than, than what you see on TikTok or what you see on Instagram. Tell us about saging and how you feel about it, how you came up with your name. I um, wanted to, well, I knew that Enlightened Touch Spa is my my spiritual business where I do my massage, Reiki, but I didn't want to just brand the name. I wanted to brand myself and where I stand because without my spiritual business, I wouldn't be here and vice versa. So I'm like, all right, let me just sit down. I don't want to use my first name because, you know, my first name, I love it, but just to be. Yeah, I get this, you know, so mm-hmm. you get an extension of me. So with Sage, I love Sage, like you said, but Sage, when we look at it from a medicinal standpoint, it helps mm-hmm. with fighting bacteria. When you put it in your foods, it helps with digestion. Um, it's not just cleansing the air. Like there's so many other properties when you look at that the word Sage and the plant itself. And then when you look at the word, it's a wise person. And I'm like, you know what? I do have a lot of wisdom, but what I as I was walking with this name, I realized I need to strengthen discernment too. Mm-hmm. Wisdom without discernment, you're just you're just a wise ass. You got to use discernment and be able to understand when it's time to speak and when it's time for someone just to run their mouth. Mm-hmm. And you don't got time for all that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. so <laughs> there's a lot of times where you be like, you know. <laughs> You do speak your piece. So. I love the name. I love what it represents for me and how I walk in my path and, and knowing that I'm a teacher as well as a student. That's the wisdom that I have. I'm never just a teacher and I'm never just a student. I'm always going to be that ebb and flow. There's moments when I'm teaching and there's moments when I'm a student listening. How else am I going to be able to build? I know that I'm wise enough to understand that my healing journey just doesn't stop here. I'm forever going to be healing. It's just when I take the steps to do the healing. So, and, and, and I sage everything. I'm, I'm just, that's just me. Like, so I, I love, love the image of that name. And yes. Okay. It resonates with you, resonates um, with, with your energy and, and even just seeing your smile and seeing how it lights you up. It, it's contagious because <laughs> it's, it's energy and energy is right. transferable and, and we do need to cleanse the air. We need to cleanse ourselves as well. We tend to blame other people or not hold ourselves accountable. And sometimes we hold ourselves too accountable and we take charge when it wasn't really our due. And we need to just forgive and let go. And it takes a lot to get there. It's easier said than done as anything else. 
but it does take a lot to get there. And there's just so many parts and extensions of us. And I appreciate you saying that, you know, like your name is an extension and that's how I feel about, you know, my Elias online. Like people call me like La Autora, which is the author in Spanish. It was just, it, it went from, I, I was the first person in the family to be a teacher. So somebody just said, hey, you're La Profe, you know, the professor. And it stuck with me. And I was like, you know what, let me use that on Facebook because I have a feeling some students or like coworkers are going to find me and I don't need them finding me. That and then, <laughs> then I went developing into other things. And then when I wrote my book last year, I was like, oh, La Autora. And it's, it's an extension of me. And then from there, there's still other branches, you know, like now right. I'm this podcast host, I'm a life coach and I'm getting certified here and I'm doing so many things like but when you live in your true self and you live on that path of spirituality, you become open to things you never thought you would be. Mm-hmm. Things that probably were taboo, things that were, forget the word taboo, things that were unknown. Like they weren't even on the sideline. Like don't, that, we're not going to talk about that. You didn't even know it existed. And then now it's, you open that world of possibility. You understand that there's an abundance. You're like, wait a minute. Why have I limited myself so? Right. And- right. I love that. I know I love that when you come into this path, you're like, hold up, you know, let me grab a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then you just end up filling yourself so much. You want to put it out there. You also want other people to embrace the abundance, to embrace their true selves. And sometimes it's hard because people have to be ready for that path. Right. Well, and that's the thing too. Like I, I stopped doing that. I stopped forcing people to do be something that they're not supposed to be. You know, I realized that I'm working against the current. I'm just going to do me. And if my lifestyle inspires you to do for you and you need my assistance, hey, girl, mm-hmm. hey, beloved, come through. But I, I realized that there's some people that, you know, use their their mindset to get people to reel them in, to feel sorry. Oh, my God. I mean... Uh. Mm-hmm. and not doing that you know because yep. then yep. you give them an advice and they go back to doing what they want to do anyway I yep. cool. and then there's some people that you see the potential and you're like let me carve you let me fix you up uh, hell no in <laughs> a rabbit hole yep. you're supposed to be yep. in when you are ready and when you start doing the work and making those mental shifts and clicks and and you need my assistance hey here i am Yes, I love how you how use that you? analogy of uh, victimhood, right? Like, and something I learned this week in one of my coaching sessions, um, like workshops, was there is no victim if there's nobody else playing the rescuer. And that resonated with me. And then someone else, like, shared, like, we were all kind of like, ooh. And... <laughs> You know, we've been there where we were either the victim or the rescuer. And it's like, no wonder this was such a, you know, um, what a trauma bond it was during that time period. But right. there was an extension of that where it's like a kid won't have a, um, you know, a tantrum if they don't feel a parent is there. Right. And they get up and keep it pushing. They, yeah, because they don't trust. Mm. And, you know, and so I was just like blown away with that. And it's true. And we, we kind of go either from victim to rescuer in our journey until we finally have let go and just say, I'm person or I'm, I'm a spirit and I'm just going to keep it moving because I am not going to blame my parents for what they didn't know. I'm not going to blame, right. Like, I'm not going to blame my whoever that hurt me. You know what? They're hurt because, you know, they didn't know any better. And sometimes they do. Sometimes they do know better. And even that, you have to be like, well, I at this point do. And since I know better, I'm not going to repeat that pattern. I'm not going to be. Exactly. And when I came to that moment of, oh, wow, I was chosen. I didn't choose this. I was talking aloud. I was reflecting aloud on the old balcony. And I was sitting there and I was telling my husband, like, dude, you think I want this? Right. (laughs) I don't want this. I didn't choose this. I was chosen. And yeah. you know what? I'm not going to fight it anymore. Mm-hmm. That was like a little over two years ago. And I said, I'm not fighting it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let things flow. Right. And um, it's just something powerful. There's actually something sensual about letting things flow. That part. That right? part. So mm-hmm. I, 
I came across your paths on IG when I was looking up like couples meditations and stuff. And I saw your tantra classes and I was like, oh, I gotta go. And then my daughter had these things. And I was like, gosh, I could never do it. But hearing you're a sex doula, you gotta tell me all about that. What is a sex doula? What are so you doing sex- now? And so it's sex doula and tantra work. So tantra, I graduated last year as a practitioner and the Sanskrit word of tantra is weaving. And to me, I know the definition on Google has one spectrum and others have different, but for me, how I put it in my mind, and that's the beautiful thing about your practice, whatever fits for you, you correlate and create and have that orgasmic experience. So I'm weaving my physical and spiritual, like we was talking about before. I'm weaving the light and the dark parts of ourselves, you know, the shadow parts and, and, and finally being whole that you cannot have you can't just be a light without the shadow. I mean, when the sun comes out, you have a shadow standing right next to you. You can't run from that. And a lot of people, again, some mm. folks who practice a lifestyle believe that they're just all light. Oh, really? Some demons you fight at night, how they holding up? You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And people don't want to talk about that because they don't want to feel like tainted, like they're not pure. But honey, you are pure. You don't think I got my shit? <laughs> I got all week. The difference is I acknowledge it with compassion and I give myself grace yes so as a tantra practitioner I I assist people with their sexual life force energy which resides in the sacral and I educate them on understanding that you're when you understand your sexual energy you can create the orgasmic life you choose to it's not just with having a Mm. child we Mm. all hear that oh our sexual energy or sex organs are just for creating life no 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 we create energy too Mm. Let's just say, like, for example, you go for a job interview. The job interview went great. As soon as you touch that door, you are using your energy to say, I'm going to get this job, or I think I did a shitty job. I mean, like, imposter syndrome mm-hmm. starts picking up, mm-hmm. self-satisfied. Oh, I, I think I, I didn't get this job. And as soon as you, whatever energy you grab once, the universe is going to create that. The universe is not pro you or pro them. The universe is all, is all. Mm-hmm. So after that, you get that phone call, and it depends on how you feel. It, do- it depends on what you use your sexual life force energy to create your orgasmic life. So um, right now, and now I graduate as a sex doula. So it, again, it's still working with sexual traumas. It's working with couples and singles. And it's just mm-hmm. all about um, dissecting whatever they went through, working through it so they can live the life that they, they want to. Um, so I started the couples tantra back uh for couples over last year september and since then i've been working with so many couples and just creating intimacy uh allowing them to understand what their love language looks like uh tapping into senses sensuality which is senses the mouth nose taste smell just activating those energies understanding what their energy looks like and how it feels Mm. to them and how to move through it because once you know how to move through this energy, you can allow it to shift up and do some inner child heart healing, you know, use it to fix this and fix that. But in order for you to understand what this looks like, you gotta, you gotta work through that shadow part. So there has been times where like working with the couples where some are thriving and some end up breaking up. Wow. And when I first heard that situation, I was like, oh my gosh, I was the cause of it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I was the cause of it. <laughs> like, I was happy. Like, because right. now, even now when I do speak to these couples, they're like, you know, me and, and so-and-so are doing, a, we're doing better. They understood the assignment. They understood that they couldn't do the work as together. So they need to separate and do work with themselves. And that's mm. the first thing that I always tell those couples. Like, yeah, y'all came together, but you are you came to heal yourself. If you're not doing the work for yourself, you guys can't be together. It's as backwards. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, it's, it's amazing because, you know, we do think about healing as bandages, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people who are unaware of what it works like, it, it's almost like <laughs> there's certain crystals you should have bought because if you're not prepared to handle a reality check, yeah, yeah, black obsidian. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't don't do it, <laughs> right? Don't do it if you're not prepared. And if you are prepared for a better you, a better life, then then so be it. Right. right. Sometimes right. we delay the process, and so 
in that process, we're hurting ourselves and we're hurting others unconsciously, you know, or subconsciously. And, you know, we delay the process of healing for ourselves. And then we carry that, like you said, in our skin and in our souls. And then we wonder, you know, there's things we've gone through that we're like, but I don't eat that way, or I don't drink that way, or I don't do this. And why am I feeling this way? And it's because your grandma, your grandma, your <laughs> like that line didn't address it. They kept ignoring it. So not only are you feeling your mom, your grandma, you're feeling her grandma and her grandma. And it's like, dang, this is heavy. Oh. This is heavy. So we, we ignore it. And then what we do is we create these trauma bonds and then we put all of that responsibility on someone else and yes. say, fix me. Full dependency. Yeah. Heal me, carry yeah. me, hold me, you know. And we could do that to a certain extent, but we cannot and we're not and should not be responsible for healing someone else. No, 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 no. And, and I'm so glad you said that. Like, because us women, and I know you and I can agree on this. We, when we get into relationships with men, we're expecting them to do everything. And then they're like, well, what about us? But they don't know how to speak up for themselves because they were raised on not speaking up for themselves. And it wasn't until I had my son that I like, appreciate men on a different light because there's family male family members that been sexually molested you know by mm. men or women you know mm. so i learned to make sure that my son speaks up right you know i let him know like listen you know we, we're not gonna do this and yeah he has his moment he speak up a little too much but i'm <laughs> like you know what i ain't gonna say now because i want you to speak up i want you to because there's gonna be a time where i'm gonna need you to speak up and right. and if i have to lay down the law or not but that's the thing that, you know, we've learned that our, our boys that grow up to men that don't know how to express their emotions. So now we're asking you to like shake you to say, what's going on? And you're like, I can't talk. And then we get frustrated and then we break up with him and then he's hurt. Now he's back to doing drugs or pussy hopping, whatever. But if we can stop it by creating safe spaces for our children, especially our boys, things will be a little bit different. So yeah, when my son cried, I mean, I, I let him cry. Like I, I can't, you know, sometimes you like, all right, put a cap on it a little bit. It's over 20 minutes now. But you know, I allow him to get that energy out, get it out. I don't yeah. want you being angry at 15, mm -hmm. punching balls and thinking you try to big me up because we don't do that. Okay. Or, or getting too aggressive out there. I want you to express yourself, you know, and other cultures, they do that. They allow their little kids to have temper tantrums. Why we be looking like you better not do that? Yeah. But why not? Why yeah. not express yeah. yourself the way you need to? <laughs> well, it goes back to that idea, right? Like a kid will only have a tantrum if they feel safe. Exactly. Exactly. Well, they know you can rescue them. Now, as a parent, we're supposed to, but we don't have to do that directly. Right. As we heal ourselves, we're rescuing them directly. Right. We're right. Teaching them how to not manage, but to express our emotions and our thoughts as a proper human being, because that's the reaction we want from people. We want people to react to us as a human being with right. dignity and respect. Right. And right. it's hard for us to do that, but I also came into that understanding too, as my son was growing older, I used to always hear, hear you know, like all men are the same, right? All men cheat, all men this, all men that. And I'm like, I'll be damned if I ever say that again. You know, mm -hmm. if I ever believed that to be true, because no, my son is not like all the other men. My daughter's not exactly. like other women. They're not even like yep. me when they came from me. So no. Okay. Okay. Because you do better. <laughs> and when you know better, you're going to do better. Absolutely. You're going to make sure your children have that wealth that doesn't come from a dollar bill. It's yeah. that wisdom and that spirituality and that, you know what, I'm not going to do what my parents did for, to me. I'm going to make sure that you have the freedom to choose from left to right and you know, of course, I'm going to be there, but I'm not going to be the, I told you so parent. I'm not going to be the, you know what I'm saying? Like the things that really triggered us and, and left wounds. Because, you oh, know, yeah. when they get, when we get older and we remind our parents, they're like, oh, I don't remember that. Of course not. You're not going to remember what caused harm because in your mind, you didn't think that was causing harm. But to right. me, it grew up, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I commend you. A boy and a girl, <laughs> <laughs> listen and i had them back to back so i'm going through it now because they're both in high school and i'm like what and i had to come into some serious i mean 
serious like reflection, some hard yeah. reflection, like all of last week. And of course, I had to happen, you know, blue moon and all of that. And I was like, great, this is this is yeah. fabulous. <laughs> and I had to come into that strong awareness. And you know, even like last night, I, I was always this. I was always smothering my kids. I used to always like you know, try to be everything for them. And I was like, whoops, step back. As I've come to really learn so much about my own journey, I'm like, it's their journey, their life. Yeah, that part. And they came to this earth with their own past information that they had to heal from. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had one of those moments too that I had to let go because I can't, I can't be a helicopter parent, you mm. know, because as much as you were like, let me get that for you. I'll be smothering the boy, you know? Yeah. And, and I have to remember, like, he, yeah, like you said, like, they came with their own homework assignment. Yeah. Back on this earth. Yeah. And if I tried to disrupt it by trying to fix everything, they're not going to learn the lesson. They got to keep repeating summer school, and I'll be damned. Yeah. Make sure you get all your lessons. Right. right. And if we don't learn ours, they're not going to learn theirs. Absolutely. Learn theirs. We're not going to give them room to learn theirs. Right. Absolutely. And it will right. never, and smothering them, just like, I, I'm a, I love motherhood. Motherhood's like my favorite thing. And I just feel like the more I focus on that part of me, I won't be able to extend everything else right. that I am. Right, right, right. I want to do everything with them, everything for them. And then three years, my son be like, bye. I'm going to right. college. My daughter, exactly. four years, bye. I'm going to do whatever I want. You know, at the end of the day, they have a journey to live in and then what i'm gonna be like what about me no. that's why it's important to do it now yeah yeah it's me first to, not right. only then, me but me first and then everybody then else you guys get the you get the overflow absolutely i agree 100 percent. because like you said when your kids get that old you're like all right so now what i do what's for fun <laughs> like hey you already in your mid 50 60 trying to play catch up no i'm gonna have uh, fun now that it was already hard in my right. 20s and 30s, my early right. 30s, to get to this point now, right. I'm like, woof, I'm happy it happened now. Yeah. Had I wish it had been earlier, you know what? I can't even say that anymore because I have to accept the journey and the timing. That's right? where you was at. That's yeah, but now that's perfect, the so. wisdom. Exactly, exactly. And me, I'll, I'll be 31 in October. My son is like three days after my birthday. So ah. he'll be seven, I'll be 31. And I'm not, I'm not waiting until he turns. Uh, 13 for me to be like, all right, girls, that's how they get laid. No, I'm going to do this now. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take care of my health now. You know, mm -hmm. we see 70 and 80 year old are our elders that look like they ain't even past 50 and they look good. They they got the mm -hmm. skin nice and tight. You're like, what did you do? I live my life for myself. They say just like that. That part. Like, I eat right. I manage my stress. And you're like, oh, okay. But the thing is, they didn't do it when they were 69. They started, or they, some may have, but no, the ones that you could tell that's longevity, they started when they were 40, 50. Yes, 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 yes. So we have to start somewhere, but take your time when you're starting. And this is for the, the folks that's going to be listening. Take your time. Do one thing at a time. You don't have to have, if you have a whole list of things that you want to do to take care of yourself, do one thing that will give you ease. So if it is going to bed on time so you can get your eight hours, do that. If it's having... Instead of two cups of water, make it four cups. Do something that is that has quality, right. not the quantity of it. I tell my clients, like, don't do 30-minute yoga stretches. Do five minutes. Five minutes, I can do that. Of course you can. Now, how consistent can you be with those five minutes? Right. Five minutes every day for a whole week. Oh, you did it. Great job. Can you do 10, five and five? You yeah. know, or if you like the five, do it for a whole month and see where that goes. Don't worry about the number. Uh, focus on who you are when you're in those five minutes are you meditating meditation yeah. is not just just sitting still it's focusing on one thing you know right are you breathing into those spaces that are tight right that's when you start to change yeah and that's when you start looking in that mirror like hey i look good today you know yeah so, because it's going to come out in your skin like you said Yes. And, and it's, it's not going to fit the model. It's not going to fit the model. doesn't even look like the model <laughs> online. <laughs> you're you're going to be your own model, right? Yeah. And I think that's probably another thing. We have to have grace with you know, ourselves and forgive ourselves when we fall back a little bit or when we haven't come into it as soon or on the time that we wanted to. But also that when you've chosen to let go of fighting against the universe and understanding your alignment, your path is yours, is that 
you know, you're creating a model that has not existed. You're creating a world that you've never seen so that not just your kid, not just his kid, but their grandkids and their grandkids can also savor that piece. Ooh, savor. I love that. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's just so, it's so deep. Sometimes it's so hard to explain. Um, there's so many things you just connect with and you feel. And I mean, energy is every, everything is energy. Everything. everything. It doesn't matter if it's physical. It doesn't matter if it's mental, spiritual. Everything is energy. And we have to learn to recharge. We have to make sure we don't forget. Like some people, like myself, I felt a little comfortable. I was like, oh, I'm good. You know, I learned so much. And then I started to see myself fall into the people-pleasing state real quick. And I was like, hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. That's not what, this is not, I didn't come this far to just stay this far. go backwards. No. I was like, wait, no. There's a lot that I had to revisit. And it's it's been like... I don't even like roller coasters, okay? But it's been like I got my favorite one. one. <laughs> I don't do that shit no more. <laughs> you know what I'm no, thank you. No, I'll, I'm the coat person. I'll hold your coat yes. and watch you. <laughs> yep, I'm holding the bags. I'll take the pictures. <laughs> right, right. Oh, the same boat. I'm like, but this, this, you know, like you say, metaphysical roller coaster has been my favorite one because I'm like, you know what? And coming, I'm not even staying down. It's just a learning. Everything is just learning curves. And the more I, I learn and the more I teach, the more I grow. And I just, it's, it's hard to explain. But I hope one day the work I've done, the work we're doing, is mm -hmm. just felt and appreciated. When they remember how blessed they are in that moment where, you know, those moments we have where we're like, wow, I can't even say it. I can't even share it. I can't even... I want them to feel that all the time. Right. Even in the hardest yeah. moments to say, this is a lesson, I'm okay and accept it. Yes, yes. Wow. I, I tell myself like, when I, when it's time for me to transition up out of here, so we all gotta skedaddle. And I'm in, in front of divine spirit and my ancestors are like, did you use all your tools? My pockets is empty. I'm going like this. They show is. I'm like, oh, what's up? Like, <laughs> I did my part. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, it's just, you know, me being all of me. If yeah. if if someone if someone needs my voice and they need me to do an affirmation, and spirit says, listen, I need you to do a few affirmation video. All right, boom. If it's because I just dance, boom. If it's because I'm doing this, boom. If I'm showing someone how to give good head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. people, we need that. Yeah. Pleasure. Pleasure yeah. without spirituality is just yes. it's nothing. It's nothing. Yes. We need pleasure. We need pleasure. And that's the yeah. thing that a lot of people are forgetting. Like you cannot have fun and pleasure in this world. You gotta balance that. Right. You gotta balance it. Yeah, yeah. I read somewhere too. I'm trying to remember where I saw it, but it was like when I was looking at like chakra balancing, um, where people who don't have or don't feel satisfied or I guess spiritually connecting the sex, right? So if you're not sexually satisfied, but you don't have that spiritual feeling, you're just gonna go through that anxiety, that depression. You're not gonna understand where it's coming from because you don't even understand how frustrated you could be sexually. Right. And like, it's just, it's, it's natural. We need to stop acting like it's not. Like it's yes, our sexual energy is healing energy, absolutely. Yeah. But when you wield your your sword correctly for the men and women, opening up your lotuses correctly, and you're you're giving and knowing that that person is going to receive it and give you things back. Now, when you're doing therapeutic sexual exchanges, yeah, absolutely, have all the fun in the world. Oh. But when you're just giving it because you feel lonely and or or you're or you're masturbating too much. Now you got cows right. on your hands. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> when, you're, when you're not being intuitively it, eating. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not forcing the agenda of, you know, raw lifestyle. I mean, it, it is beneficial, but I like to use the word intuitive. Be mindful of what you're putting into your body. Right. Like if, you, if you're choosing to eat the cookies and the cakes and the sweet stuff, 
all right, that means spiritually you're not feeling satisfied with your life. If you got the salties, you're stressed about something. Crunchy food, what are you overthinking about? Like once you have that type of information, you know how to move forward. So mm -hmm. do you, okay, now that you know, all right, I'm about to eat this chocolate, why am I not feeling satisfied? Start talking to yourself. I'm not feeling satisfied because I'm in this dead-end job. So what am I going to do about it? It's like right. that, that little piece. Like, okay, now that you have the answer, do you still need the chocolate? Right. If you say, and, yeah. yeah, enjoy it. You know, if you say no, good, go get something, uh, go get an app or, yeah. or go find some fun to do. So when we start talking to ourselves mm. and we start asking ourselves, what is the problem? Why are we not feeling the way we need to feel? Our bodies are going to tell us the answers. Don't ignore it. Yeah, that's it. And that's spirituality in a nutshell. Sage, it's been amazing. Even though we've met virtually, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed every second with you here. Absolutely. And Absolutely. people need to follow you. People need to find you. They need to connect with you. How can they find you? Well, you can find me on IG, Sage underscore the God Sis. That's Sage underscore the God Sis. I am in the works of having a website now so I can have like all my information because I, you know, I like DMs, but sometimes it's like, it's too much. Like I have people like, oh, I've been trying to contact you. I don't really be on here. Like, so having a website, everything is a lot more clean cut, professional. But for right now, you can find me on IG. But once I get that website up, you will get a, a generated message. <laughs> message me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so make awesome. it easier. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's amazing. That just means you're growing to have yeah. so much, you know, so many people trying to connect with you. There's just a lot of more healing that you, you have to do with couples, oh, with individuals. In any way. Sage, oh my gosh, many blessings your way and everything that you do. Continue to heal. Absolutely. And I can't wait to meet you in person. You as well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Having me. It was a pleasure to have such an intimate time with you and creating this. Yeah. And I wish you none but the best. Have fun and continue being the person that you're meant to be. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. True Lessons Podcast is brought to you by Level Up Coaching. Level Up Coaching promises to glow up with you during your time of healing and growth. Do you lack confidence, clarity, or support? Level Up Coaching is here to guide you through it all. For more information and bookings, visit levelupcoachingwithlil.com. Again, that's levelupcoachingwithlil.com. Thank you for listening to the True Lessons Podcast. Before you go, Make sure you're keeping up with your hosts and guests. Follow us on IG, True Lessons Podcast, all one word. For tools and resources discussed throughout the show and goodies, send us an email at truelessonspodcast at gmail.com. Send us your letters or simply your desire to connect. We're open. Love and light me, gente.